0: And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law, a show about faith in the law
1: and in the marketplace, featuring the partners from the law firm Mauck and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now... Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon, welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Stirt, an attorney and partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're Christian attorneys uh, that focus on serving the body of Christ with its legal needs. And from time to time we run into people that are uh, using uh, their giftings and uh, operating in faith in their various uh, careers and uh, one of the people that I've had the joy of meeting was Tony Escobar of Thrivent Financial. Uh, Today we're going to talk about faith and finances. I know this is always kind of one of those tricky subjects. In fact, it was a subject that my pastor just spoke about yesterday And uh, as we were talking about faith, finances, and how uh, often our financial, uh, our checkbook, our finances is kind of the last thing that we turn over to the Lord. So, uh, Tony, great to have you.
0: Oh, no, thanks for letting me be here. I'm really pleased to be here on a beautiful day. Thanks.
1: Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about Thriving, and then we'll get into some some questions I have for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you mentioned this idea of faith and finance. Uh, Thriven is a unique company because we combine both those things together as as an organization. Uh, We're a full service financial uh, planning, financial um, management uh, company. And so a lot of the work that we do, you're going to, obviously, you're going to get that same kind of service maybe at another firm. But what we do as an organization is that we really Drive the faith uh, conversation with our finances to look at things more from a a stewardship standpoint. So I know our audience is is a listening audience. So if you can imagine with me, I'll I'll walk through our mission uh, uh, visually. uh, That way, you know you can get an idea of what we mean by that. So, uh, audience, if you can picture a cross plus a dollar sign, and I'm going to show this to you here while while we're together, a cross plus a dollar sign plus a heart equaling a bunch of smiley faces. Okay. So uh, so I'm going to illustrate this uh, verbally and then I'll go back to these pictures. So we're, we're an organization that helps Christians be wise and generous with their money so they can impact communities and see transformation. And so the cross represents the fact that we serve a specific audience in Christians. Sure. Um, and that actually allows us to be a fraternal company, which okay. is kind of neat. To, to, that's a legal, legal structure that allows us to be a not-for-profit company. Uh, we're the only not-for-profit uh, in the Fortune 500 list and the largest not-for-profit company in the United States. So that's kind of cool. Uh, the dollar sign represents the fact that we do financial uh, uh, planning, financial services. And so we do full service, both uh, protection of, of, of income and money and also investing. Uh, but the heart represents the fact that we want people to live generously. And so when you talk about the idea of connecting faith and finances, and again, finances being one of the things that's most discussed in Scripture, we know that one of the ways that God— calls us and enables us to, 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 um, to let go of the power of finances in our lives is for us to literally open up our hands and give back. Sure. And so and that's what we do with Thrivent.
1: And one of the things I think uh, my pastor spoke of yesterday was Second uh, Corinthians 8, Paul uses the church out of Macedonia as the example for this generous giving. And uh, the most amazing thing is the church in Macedonia, they were poor, yeah. extremely poor, exceedingly poor. So, I mean, one one of the things every time I, I speak with a financial advisor or the issue of finances comes up, I think uh, most of us will immediately, no matter how much money we make, uh, say, well, really financial planning, all of this is for the rich guys. And I'm not a rich guy.
0: Right. Uh, and so how do you respond? <laughs> yeah, how do you respond when
1: you when you get that? Because I think a lot of people say, well, I really don't need financial services or budgeting or all this stuff yeah. because that's that's for people that have money to right. deal with. Right. So what's your response to that? Yeah,
0: I, I, our response is that just like in the parable of the talents, every, everyone's going to get a different number of talents. If you have at least one talent, God's going to invite you into a relationship of stewardship with him on that, no matter how much that is. And so we want to be faithful with that. And so one of the things that, that we do is we have this concept that we call the 5S journey. Okay. And, and again, if you can, and I'll, I have this for you here, but I know our audience can't see it, but if you, if you can imagine a continuum and there's five stops along the way, the first stop being is this mindset of surviving, the next stop struggling, the next stop stable, the next stop secure, and the final stop of surplus. Think of your faith, your financial journey in that kind of a faith journey. Okay. And where your money is not so much a dollar amount, but it's the relationship that you have with money. So you can be a person that has, let's say, a lot of money, but you might literally feel like you're surviving. Whereas you may not have a lot of money, but you might feel like you're in a surplus mindset. And so the kind of conversations that we want to have with people is, you know, where are you at in your relationship with money? No matter how much it is, because sure. it doesn't matter. And and what? Are, how is God leading you to move forward in that journey? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. And I think that's so so true because— when you look at money, it's just a it's it's a it's a game of math. It's right. it's a number. But uh, the whole other side of it, which is a spiritual, which is the emotional component, and that's why I'm so excited, you know, to hear about what Thrivent's doing because I I feel like in many respects, the other financial service providers, yeah, they can help you with the sure. the dollar amount, the the money game, the math game. But so much of what money is, especially when it's coming from scriptures, and we see this as lawyers too. So much of our issues that we deal with. You can address the legal issue. You can address the financial issue. But so much of this is a hard issue.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And in fact, like with any motivation or change you know that the only change that's going to come is when it, when it comes from within where God's moving in your heart to do something different, especially if you know there's changes that you want to make financially, whether that's more obedience for faithfulness on one end or even if it's wisdom on doing better things with your money, it all starts with that relationship that you have.
1: That's right. This is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Staird of the law firm of Mauk and Baker. You can check out more about our law firm at com. That's dot rcom Or call us 312 312- 726 1243. That's if you have a legal issue. If you have a financial issue, or would like to speak with uh, Tony or another representative Thrivent. Um, Tony, where can people find out more about Thrivent?
0: Yeah, well, you can go directly to thrivent.com. So, www.thrivent.com. Uh, if you want to speak directly with someone like myself, um, we do have a, I do have a website connected to Thrivent. It's a little complicated to get to, but if you literally Google Tony Escobar, thrivent it'll take you to that page
1: that's great let's talk now about some of the mistakes that you've seen people do what are the couple of the most common mistakes you see people do when it comes to finances and, and dealing with these faith issues that are kind of interrelated
0: yeah well you know I think there's lots of things that people would like to do better with their finances obviously and some some of the t- some of the things that we see that are let's say mistakes often aren't really mistakes that they do on purpose, but maybe it's just they just didn't know they didn't have the the proper education or they they didn't have anybody to guide them. Um, And I think really what happens is more of the mistakes probably happen in many ways on my side of the table with folks like myself who have not really gone through a full process to be able to guide people in a in a faith-driven way, in a stewardship-minded way. Can you give us an example? Sure, yeah. Well I, I think on one hand, we know right now we're in this we're in this season where the Department of Labor is doing a major overhaul on the accountability for financial advisors in our industry. Okay. Primarily with like retirement planning and, and, and those kind of things. And so the big the big push right now is whether or not folks in my seat are really doing things in people's best interest. So that way they're not getting placed in things that are either too expensive for them or not a good fit for them and then leading them to a path where they don't really have the, the kind of control or the kind of value that they would get in maybe a more comprehensive uh, – So and, people are
1: getting hurt because they're basically get, receiving poor counsel.
0: Sure. Yeah, that happens pretty often. And so, again, so the mistakes that that often people find themselves in is, is not really knowing whether or not they're getting poor counsel. So it's a, it's a trust thing, and, and that's what makes it hard for – folks like myself, and not, not hard in a way where it's not something that we want to do. Sure. We want to be able to show the trust to people, and it just takes that much longer to be able to say, hey, we we, we do have your best interest in mind, and let's walk alongside you in this relationship. That way we can identify those things that you may not understand so that we can help you in the best way possible.
1: And having the scriptures at the foundation of it, I think, is critical because we see this also, also as lawyers. Uh, when you're in a position of providing counsel, be it legal or financial, the scriptures are pretty clear uh, that you shouldn't be unequally yoked. Right. Uh, and a lot of the times uh, when we have individuals that um, you know have been burned because they've gone somewhere else. Now, there are great lawyers that are not Christians, that mm-hmm. there are great lawyers and great financial advisors that are not believers. Um, but one of the things that I think is so important when you're dealing with these issues that have the scriptural, spiritual uh, component is if you're equally yoked with the individual that you're receiving counsel from. In other words, you understand that the Bible is is key. It's God's word. There, there's uh, there's truth there. There's wisdom there. That it helps so much when the counselor, the advisor that you're going to has that same worldview. Uh, speak to that if you would.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, especially, especially when you talk about the generosity component of your finances. Yes. Because that's the key from a faith standpoint that really helps you not allow your money to control you. Mm-hmm. And so it could be uh, tempting on both sides of the table. For one, on the let's say the investor or the or the person that wants to do the, the planning for themselves to accumulate and to hold on to and then not want to give up because that's a, a, a condition that we have as humans. We don't want to let go, right? Yeah. And then on the other hand, for the advisor to say, well, you know what? You could take this 10% that you're giving towards this church that you're tithing. You know, you can get this kind of return over here. So it's, it, 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 there's that temptation on both sides. But again, having this accountability where you know what God's calling us to do and to have an advisor that's willing to say, How is God leading you in your journey for generosity, and how can I help you do that?
1: Yeah, and and Paul, speaking to the church in Corinth, said this is a way that you can prove that God is doing authentic work in you. Yes. This is a way in which uh, your relationship to money and how you give and where you give, just like the church in Macedonia, they proved that God was doing an authentic work in them. And uh I think being invited to do that, to say, you know, has God forgiven you? Has He given you everything? Yes, well now turn around and you can give as He's called you, uh to provide relief to uh, your brethren who however they may be suffering around the world. And uh that's that's wonderful to hear uh, in terms of what Thriven's doing. I think there's another component. I think that this is kind of uh, good that we've talked about the individual and managing an individual's finance, um, finances uh, and family. Uh, I think I want to talk a little bit more, and we can uh, pick this up right after the break, about how you deal with ministries and mm-hmm. um, how you work with churches and other groups that say, you know what? We've got a growing body of people in our, our churches. They need to be provided with financial literacy. They need to know how to budget and they need to know how to give. And I think that's one of the things I want to explore with you, uh, Tony. How do we how do we equip our churches? How do we equip our families in our churches to give? And uh, let's talk about what Thrivent uh, has in store uh, for the churches and other ministries when we come back. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus uh, Radio. I'm Noel Staird of Malkin Baker. Uh, tune in every Sunday uh, and sometimes on Saturdays uh, to listen to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Thank you. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Staird, a partner, an attorney at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're a Christian law firm, and if you have a legal issue and you'd like a Christian attorney to take a look and talk to you about it and uh, hopefully help you, give us a call, 312-726-1243, or look us up online. That uh, kind of outlines all the different types of uh, legal issues that we deal with on a regular basis. Uh, That's at maukbaker.com. M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. This afternoon, we're talking with Tony Escobar from Thrive and Financial. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about kind of how Thrive and helps individuals uh, go through the different kind of progress steps uh, to become a generous giver, uh, somebody that's secure in their finances, and I, I really want to pick up now because a lot of what Malcolm Baker does is we represent a lot of ministries. We work with a lot of churches and pastors, and we help them with the legal issues. Uh, but I know a, a lot of the legal issues um, are often intertwined with financial issues, and we're often uh, shocked or um, having to help pastors get out from under kind of the financial mess that's been made or the financial problems, that, mistakes that they've made. Um, And so there's some financial issues on the legal side, but there's also the general desire for pastors uh, to help their members uh, grow in generosity, become better stewards of the resources God's given them. So uh, what does Thrivent have to offer the churches and ministries and the pastors that are out there listening?
0: Yeah, great question. We we really focus a lot of our energy on equipping the church because, you know, from a pastoral standpoint— the pastor's job really is to be the the theological voice for helping people move in that direction, and then we can come alongside and be that that teaching extension where we would help provide education for uh, members of the congregation uh, to help them understand certainly things about general money management, general stewardship. But also to take it to another level and talk about more advanced type things, more more um, more specific topics. So if you're familiar with Dave Ramsey sure. and Financial Peace University, yep. So we you know we have materials very similar to that, and and Dave Ramsey is a great tool for people who are starting out, getting getting back on their feet after some debts and whatnot. We have things like that, and then we have other stuff too that that maybe is more focused on. Um, retirement or maybe like um, social security issues or uh, stuff for kids and for their families. So we have a, a wide variety of, 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 of more topics that are maybe more advanced or more specific to someone's situation. And the great thing is that all those things that we provide um, at no cost. They're complimentary workshops that we that we offer uh, to churches. Where I know Dave Ramsey is a great resource. There's a little bit of a contribution that you, that you make to be a part of that. But for ours, we don't have any of that.
1: Okay. So if you're a pastor out there listening, uh, Thriving can offer these workshops and uh, and, you know, one of the things is I know pastors struggle with the thought, you know, uh, we need to grow in this area. Um, the church needs resources uh, for whatever projects or uh, different relief programs they may be partnering with. But the the problem is I, I know pastors are sometimes loath of having that conversation. They don't always want to be the person having that conversation. So in some sense, they can invite Thriving in and say, hey, we've got a church of Three hundred people. We'd like to see them grow in this area. Would you come alongside us and help us? Is that something? Yeah.
0: Well, we can be the bad cop with the money conversation. <laughs> no, but here's what happens. You know, when when a pastor is is helping the congregation think about how they can be more faithful in their giving, that's that's obviously very compelling. It's it's spirit led. It's mission driven for the church. Sure. But sometimes there's a disconnect with how to help them get there. So okay. you may you may want to give more, but your financial situation might might not be stable enough or secure enough for you to do it at a certain level that you want or to move to that next level. So what we want to do is walk people through an advice process where they can look at their overall financial picture and we can help them with their everyday management of their money, with their retirement protection, all those kind of things, which will have implications and, and um, have that kind of an impact on their ability to give. Sure. So we can equip the church on that side and help the pastors do the things that, that they really don't have. The time or the or the resources to think through, but or we the, can do that. Or the gifting, you know, one sure. of the
1: things that we see uh, so often on the legal side, uh, pastors get in trouble when they wear too many hats. Absolutely, uh, a lot of pastors have a, a gifting in a certain area. They're gifted preachers, teachers, um, evangelists, various different giftings. Um, but the problem is what we see for, as lawyers when we're dealing with the the legal issues of the churches is when the pastor decides he's going to be the church's attorney as well, and he's going to try to you know play around with issues that he really should have sought advice on in, in the front. Uh, likewise, a, a lot of pastors, unfortunately, have struggles with money, too, and they're not good when it comes to money, and they don't really understand it, or they don't need know how to even have these conversations with the church. And so I think, in, just like on the legal side, at Malcolm Baker, we, we help attorneys, I mean, pastors say, look, you don't need to wear the lawyer hat. You just focus on the ministry. We'll focus on the legal issues we'll help you take that off your plate, you focus on what God's gifted you, and as we're part of the body as well yep. we'll use what God's gifted us with so it,
0: yeah, same thing, and it's just a way to be able to extend the ministry of that church by adding other partners, whether it's a legal partner or financial partner, and there's probably other ones that they that they would benefit from having, but again, we want to be able to be a service and not come in and change we don't want to come in and change the message of what the, the pastor's saying to the congregation. we want to be able to come alongside and support. What they would do.
1: You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel stared of Malcolm Baker Christian Law from here in Chicago. If you're just tuning in, we're talking uh, about Thrivent Financial, a Christian not-for-profit uh, financial. Uh, uh, what? How, what? Yeah. How would you describe? Yeah, yeah,
0: it? We're, we're a uh, we're a financial services organization that helps okay. Christians be wise and generous with their money.
1: And this is t- Tony Escobar. Where else can they find out about Thrivent?
0: Yeah, so you can go to Thrivent.com. So T H R I V. E-N-T dot com. And if you want to connect with me, um, I do have a website on there. It's not easy to get to because it's, there's a bunch of different names on it. But even if you just Googled Tony Escobar Thrive It, it'll pop up as the first uh, first search in that list there.
1: Uh, just to close, I want to talk about the gospel, the gospel in the context of giving, because that's really what Paul was stressing when he spoke to the Church of Corinth. He was saying, hey, guys in Corinth, you guys do a lot of things right, but let me show you the Church of Macedonia. These guys are going through tremendous trials They're exceedingly poor, and yet they're giving Mm. to the relief effort in Jerusalem. This is a generous church, and by their generosity, I'm telling you that this is evidence that they get the gospel. Talk to us about that uh, in terms of the evidence of the gospel and how we can show the world uh, with our money uh, what God is all about, what the gospel is all about. And I think that's that's really what I'd like to— emphasize. No,
0: I love that. Yeah. So I think the reason why money is discussed so much in scripture is because of course there's a centrality in our heart where we feel like that's something that we depend on. Yeah. So when you can position money as a tool to the world and not not the end in itself, then you start directing the focus to who we really need to be t- depending on. That's obviously that's that's God. That's 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 Christ and and what he's done for us. And and when you do that, then all the resources that you have then become Tools to be able to bless others. Sure. So if you're in a mindset where you are, you're holding on to money. You're, you're and let's say you're, be, even if you're being wise with it, if you take away the generosity piece, you kind of cut off the, the 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 vision and the and the really the value of what God could do through the resources that He's given us. And that's mm-hmm. where it starts. Though it starts with understanding that it's really ultimately God's money. Right. So we can let go of it, and not that to expect that He's going to shower us with. More and more of it, but that there's this idea that whatever we do have, how can we think about our dependence on God first, and not on the on the money itself? And then, while we're being wise with it, find opportunities for God to grow us in our generosity.
1: And I think when going back to those five uh, steps—the surviving, struggling, stable, secure, and then surplus—steps that you seek to walk the people through when you you provide this financial yeah. advice—I think when you think of that, uh, my immediate thought is, oh, well, the money is the central issue at all five of those stages. When really we should have we should survive because we trust in the Lord, uh, whatever struggles we have, we know that they're of the Lord, and we could grow in them, and He's allowing them in our lives to grow us, our stability, our security that shouldn't even be dependent upon our bank account right and 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 really, we should be giving out a surplus because these are all centered around the Lord, and I think that's that's the biggest issue for me when I look at finances is when we look at our sta- stability and security and if that's going to be so dependent upon what my bank account reads or how much debt I have, um, that's really what, what leads me to a place of anxiety yeah. and fear. And then I'm no longer at, uh, living in faith. And in, in fact, that's scripturally called living in sin right. when I'm not living in faith. Yeah. So, uh,
0: well, and if I can add this too, because there's also the opposite problem. There's people that, and, and, and this is not necessarily anything wrong with this, but the idea that you could be faithful in giving but mm-hmm. unfaithful in your wisdom. Oh, okay. So those two things have to go hand in hand because if you're not faithful in wisdom, then you will find yourself in the anxiety of, of, of how you can be faithful. Or you could be, again, in the sense of mismanaging the talents that God has given you. Sure. And so that's why we talk about wisdom and generosity together. So you should be doing the right kind of things with your money, which will allow you to, to be more generous and have more of that, that, that security and that, that peace while you're growing in your faith of that. But you're growing in faith on both sides, both in the wisdom and the generosity of your money. And that's what we try to help people think through.
1: I think that's great. I much... The same respect the scriptures teach us to be innocent as doves, but wise as serp- yes. serpents. And I think the stewardship aspect, you know, because we can have people that are very generous, but their their families are suffering. Yes. and And they're really not doing the things to take care of uh, the responsibilities that God has. Um, they're not dealing rightly with their business. They may be mismanaging church funds. Uh, a lot of these issues, you know, some of them are legal, some are for financial. Uh, Tony, where can people find out more about uh, Thrivent? Because I really want to make sure everybody understands where they can find out more about you, your ministry, yeah. and Thrivent's ministry. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So you can go to Thrivent.com. T H R I V E N T. And if you want to look me up, you can you can just easiest way is to Google me, Tony Escobar, Thrivent, and then my page will pop up right there. Uh, from the Thrivent website.
1: Excellent. You are listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Uh, this is a law firm, uh, that puts on a radio show because we want you to know about what God is doing, uh, in the law and in the marketplace. Thrivent is in the marketplace, uh, helping brothers and sisters, uh, be better stewards of God's resources. Uh, and as a Christian law firm at Malcolm Baker, we try to help you and, uh, ministries in the Chicagoland area better understand the legal issues that may, you be, may be confronted with, uh, you can tune in every week. Uh, we have a, this show where we invite guests in. Uh, this is Noel Staird of Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Look up uh, Malcolm Baker online if you have a legal issue. Look up Thriving online if you have a financial issue. Uh, really appreciate you tuning in, and I hope you listen next week.
0: i mm-hmm.